0: Everybody, and welcome back to the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. This is season seven, episode 18. And if you're keeping track of all of these episodes overall, this is episode number 293. My name is Britt, and I'm Craig. Craig, we're back. I am back after a week off for work purposes. I am excited to be back. I am live right now on my Twitch account. So Great. hopefully, we've got a couple of viewers who have some things they would like to ask us.
1: But, um, let's start where we always start Craig what are you drinking tonight um so tonight um because um you know my professional football season is over um <laughs> I have a glass of Woodford reserve <laughs> oh geez yeah <laughs>
0: I hear that I um I Craig and Craig was over here for our friendsgiving this past weekend and we drained about 90 percent of a <laughs> bottle of Oban with uh that was good thank you for Oban. sharing
1: that was very good oh that's have you not had Oban before uh only time i would have had it is if you had it so i don't remember offhand i don't and, and i think the last time I, I was talking to sean about it while he was here i think the last time i
0: had it, it was during my warcraft playing days and you weren't hanging out with us as, as readily then so yeah i don't think i've ever brought Oban home before but i went oh my god all right let's start there really quick I went to the liquor store Sunday and I wanted to get a bottle of like 12 or 14 year old scotch because Friendsgiving is like an important event for us. Yeah. And my first choice is always the Macallan. I love the Macallan. It is smoky. It is dank. Um, I know I've given you the Macallan before. It is my favorite scotch in the world. Five or six years ago, you get a bottle of that scotch, 55, 60 bucks, easy. I walk into the store, 12-year-old Macallan is $97 a bottle.
1: Wow. And which one do you usually like? Do you usually get the 12 one? Was that your go-to? Yeah, just the 12.
0: Nothing fancy. Mm. Nothing fancy. Just the 12. You can get 10-year-old Macallan. They didn't have any of the 10. All they had was the 12 and the cask strength, and the cask strength was over $100 a bottle. I was just like, holy crap. So now I'm like, listen... I know I'm spending between 50 and 75 bucks. It's not like I'm thinking I'm going to come in here and get a decent bottle of scotch for like 30 bucks. I ain't looking to buy Johnny Walker. (laughs) But, you know, um, I'm looking for a bottle of black. I'm looking for something (laughs) above that. That's like that. There's how you know how fancy an evening is. Is it black fancy? Is it more (laughs) fancy than black or is it black or less? That's how you that's that's like that's the Brit line. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm looking and I look and there's a bottle of Oban and it's only 67 bucks. And I went, that's 14 year old Oban. Why is it only 67 bucks? And so when I brought it to the counter, I said, can you just check this for me? And he goes, it rings up at like 68.50. And I'm like, fine, I'll take it. I was just like, it just, it, it blows my mind how some of these, how some of these liquors, the prices are just going crazy, particularly in the scotch market. But yes, it was very, very good. So, uh, yeah, and I have a little bit
1: left and I'm saving it for tomorrow night. It's going to be my reward for surviving my family. Hey, that's that's not that's a good idea and a very good reward to yourself.
0: That's it. So what am I drinking? I am drinking Two Roads Holiday Ale. Cue the music since since, he'll he'll insert the music. Um, Yeah, for those of you in the live stream, you don't get the music. Sorry, but uh, my favorite beer of all time is back on the market. It is very good this year. Um, and I'm very excited to be having it. So we're definitely, uh, having a beer tonight and talking some football, um, which means let's, let's run right into know. our next segment. Let's talk some burning hot takes. Craig, <laughs> would
1: you like to give or receive this week? Um, I will receive and a quick note to cinch. You have to take a picture of that QR code. So, there. oh, we is go. he still working on this? He's, he's on his TV and he can't hear us. I think, I don't know. We'll, fi- we'll have to fix this over the no, weekend. No. Yeah, dude, don't, don't, listen,
0: if, just get it to a point where you can hear us and don't worry about signing in on Twitch. We will get you, we'll get you there. Don't worry. Okay, so you, you want to receive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot going on, a lot going on. Earlier today, Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk published oh, a piece <laughs> entitled, Jim Ursae Threatens to Sue ESPN's First Take. <laughs> Apparently, Jim Ursay has suggested on Real Sports with Bryant Gumble that his 2014 arrest was not for alcohol or drugs, but because he is a white millionaire. <laughs> so First Take decided to have conversations about it, and they referenced alcohol and they referenced drugs. And Jim Ursay took issue with that. Quote, First Take, you're going to get your ass sued. Because there was no, all in caps, the word no, there was no alcohol, no illegal drugs. $29,000 is low for me to be carrying in 2014 arrest. I give away $2,000 to $10,000 to the homeless and needed on the street all the time and pass it on, <laughs> making the world better. Now, I want to say those pauses are not because I didn't know the statement. It's that he put comments in odd,
1: commas in odd places. So, wait, 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 wait. Is this so? He gave he gives ten thousand dollars to a homeless guy, and he wants the homeless guy to pass it on. Uh, so <laughs>
0: let me read it with the punctuation. Okay, <laughs> two thousand to ten thousand dollars to the homeless and needed on the street, comma, all the time, and pass it on, comma, making the world better, comma. <laughs> I don't watch you ever watch any of those ghost hunter shows where they use like the the radios that cycle through frequencies and you just catch bits of words. That's what this reads like. Yeah. Yeah. This reads like you pushed random buttons on a radio and then just made a sentence
1: out of it. He's he's everyone's favorite uh, drunk uncle NFL owner. (laughs) Now, before I ask for your response to this, because
0: that's the question is, how do you respond? What is your take on this? He doesn't stop there. Oh. Quote, My grandparents came across Ellis Island, comma, with just the shirts on their back, penniless and escaping Jewish concentration camps. I grew up in a horrible home where both my brother and sister died in a car crash in 1971. I worked for my living, slash, bought 30% of the Colts' bank loan, end quote. I want to point out, too, that he what? he capitalizes Ellis Island, Because it's a proper Uh, noun, right? Okay, yep,
1: that's fine. That's fine. He capitalizes Jewish concentration camps. Um, Which the J should be, I think. Yeah. And he capitalizes car crash. Was it all caps? No, just the C's. Oh. Oh, okay. (laughs) I Uh. I don't...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Craig, is there any... Can you make any sense out of this? Do you sympathize with his take at all on this?
1: I I don't like you know I, it's not t- clearly it's it's not good that his his siblings died in a car crash, right? Or what happened to his grandparents? That's that's one thing or two things. Mm-hmm. But um, him being arrested because he was a rich white guy makes uh, no sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's
1: everybody who knows me from this podcast
0: and knows me in real life knows I am I am what. The conservatives likes to call, woke, like it's this terrible, insulting thing to be woke. I get it. I, I-, I can't have pity for a guy who is a white millionaire. And I cannot believe in-, in this kind of a situation, I should say. And you're what you're telling me is that you weren't drunk. You weren't intoxicated. You just happened to be driving around erratically enough to get pulled over. And that the the reason you were pulled over is because you were traveling with nearly $30,000 and you're rich. That's... that's what got you thrown into jail. I would, I
1: would start with the driving part first. Really?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. There has been, I'm sure these court records are closed because he, he cut a deal. So we would never, he can sit here and say this all day long. And the police officer who arrested him can laugh and say in the comfort of his own living room, oh, that guy was fucking tanked. <laughs> but it's 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 insane to me that this is where we're at. Listen, NFL owners are not heroes, except Said, Jerry Jones
1: presented <laughs> by Jerry Jones. I was about to say that
0: <laughs> NFL owners are not heroes. They are people and they are rich people and they are not always
1: good rich people. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you really can't say it really much after that. And 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 to go crazy political for a moment here, these are people who
0: are not good people, and they still wouldn't let Donald Trump join their club. <laughs> Every time he's tried Think to buy that. a piece of an NFL team, they've told him to fuck off. Think about that for a half a heartbeat. Guys who are, they 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 commit sexual harassment, the Washington yep. Commanders and Daniel Snyder. Yep, they don't pay people. Al Davis was famous for firing coaches and then saying it was with cause, even though it may not have been and having to get sued to pay people. Um, it, it's there, there's, there's, they're not great people. And even they were like, nah, man, that's a lie. That's a lie. This don't, don't let that guy in. <laughs> Terry chimes in as, as a rich white millionaire, he concurs. So yeah, based on, based on the number of drinks, Terry bought us in Vegas. I believe he's a rich white millionaire. So <laughs> Okay, moving on. What have you got
1: for me tonight? Uh, for me, I just wanted to know your thoughts on a recent firing that hasn't happened on a team since the 40s. Oh, here we go with the Steelers. The Steelers and Matt Canada, whose new wrestling name will, will now be something else involving a leaf or hockey or something. Uh, yeah, he got fired. So he is no longer the offensive coordinator of the Steelers. I don't know who is now. Um, but yeah, uh, I they think don't, they elevated the quarterback coach. They don't. They don't fire people. That's not their that's not their thing. <laughs> I, w- I want you guys to re- recognize
0: one thing about the Pittsburgh Steelers. As much as I'm aligning them on this on this podcast, they have had three coaches in the last like sixty years. Yeah, it has been Tomlin. Yep. Oh my god, why am I drawing a blank on him? <laughs> the guy before Tomlin.
1: Uh, what's his face with the jaw? He's on CBS now. He yes. Is. <laughs> cower there you
0: go Tomlin, cower noel those three uh, guys yes. are the yeah. only three coaches that they have had in almost i think in over 60 years i don't have it right in front of me the steelers don't do this but no. the pressure i think is so strong in pittsburgh for them to be better than they are and i don't know that it's matt canada's fault i i know i know that people have been screaming That Najee Harris was being overused. That Najee Harris should be taking a backseat role. He clearly wasn't able to carry the full load. Blah 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 blah. And then I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name again. I want to call him Jalen Waddle, and that's not right.
1: (laughs) The backup to,
0: uh, yeah, him. I I normally have the um the depth charts in front of me.
1: Oh my god, Chuck Noll was the coach of the Steelers from 1969 to 1991. And he was succeeded by Cower. Yeah, from 92 to 2006. I'm sorry, you said what year? 1960? 1960 what? 1969 to 1991. So that means in 54 years, they've had three coaches. That's
0: bonkers. That's insane by NFL standards. Insane. Uh, hold on. I'm pulling up the Steelers depth chart. I'm just, I, 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 I just, I'm Jalen Warren. See, I had the right letters. It was Jalen. It was a W. But I was saying Jalen Waddle in my head, and that's not right. They wanted Jalen Warren to have a bigger role, and when they got a bigger role, he started to produce. And everybody was like, "See, see, Canada's system doesn't work." You know what doesn't work? Kenny Pickett. <laughs> you know what doesn't work? George Pickens. These are your issues. It doesn't help that Pat Friermuth had a cr- catastrophic injury and is going to miss the majority of the season. Matt Canada, I don't think Matt Canada... You see, you see a lot. Let me take a step back here. You see a lot where coordinators become the sacrificial lamb for their head coach. The head coach is struggling, but they got to do something so mm-hmm. they fire an offensive coordinator. I don't think this is one of those situations, but I don't think Matt Canada himself was the problem. We will see... This week, when the Steelers have a new offensive coordinator, how they react. And if they react strongly, kind of like Vegas did when they got rid of McDaniel. Now, great, that was a head coach, slightly different. But Vegas came out like a ball of fire. New quarterback, new attitude. We're, and they won, what, two games? Two out of three games since McDaniel's been fired? So, uh, yeah. What what's your take on? I I think I think they had to do this. It was shocking they did it mid season.
1: Yeah, I think that division. Let me after this past week. I don't know. This that division's a shit show. The Steelers <laughs> are six and four. They are, and they've they've literally done nothing. They're two have, games behind the Ravens. Have, have They're, that in the They're in the wild card
0: They're in the wild card conversation at six and four. They're not catching the Ravens. They're not catching the Ravens at what the Ravens eight and three. No,
1: they're see the Ravens are eight and three. The Browns somehow the Browns are seven and three. How the hell did that happen?
0: Same Uh, thing with the Lions, right? The last time, like the last time the Lions and Browns both had seven wins in their first 10 games, the New York Jets were the defending champions.
1: That is insane.
0: It's it it is. I really want the Lions to make the Super Bowl just because they're the only original team that hasn't. That would be pretty cool. I'd be okay with that, I which be. leads me, which leads me to my my my, so, my my secondary question, which is a really quick side question. Yeah. Going into the season, we kind of assumed, excuse me, the holiday coming up, <laughs> and not in a bad way. It's just you know I just took a sip of holiday. We assumed we assumed this was going to be another year of the AFC to really be the premier side of the the the, the, the league, the Chiefs, the Bengals. The Bills, the Ravens, all these teams were up and coming. And we just assumed, or many of us assumed, that the AFC was going to be the conference to watch. Hasn't really turned out that way. I am starting to wonder if this isn't a sneaky year for the NFC to make some noise
1: and for the NFC to sneak into the Super Bowl and just wow us. I mean, it's possible. Like, if you, if so, Hypothetical land, if the season ended right now, mm-hmm. the Ravens and the Eagles would have the bye. And then the this would be the this would be the playoff schedule. You would have the Steelers at the Chiefs. You would have the Texans at the that. Jaguars. Fucking Texans. Are and, they seriously leading their division? Yeah, they're six and four. <laughs> um and then the Browns are seven and three. Who would play the Dolphins, who are also seven and three. So your Bills and your Bengals, nowhere to be found? No, none. And then on the NFC, you'd have the Vikings at the Lions. Oh, dear. I got a drink. You'd have the Seahawks at the 49ers, and you'd have the Cowboys at the Saints. If the playoffs started, you know, this week.
0: If the if Philly stays injury-free, I don't see any team that's going to get by Philly in that kind of scenario.
1: Except the Jets.
0: <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. If... What if Philly does set, suffer a setback? Are we actually opening the door for the Cowboys to go back to the Super Bowl because everybody else just is so mediocre?
1: All right, I think you're drunk. <laughs> I'm two beers in. I, I'm just. I don't think that if the Lions keep playing the way they are and the 49ers of who they are, I don't see the Cowboys being able to get past either of them. Welcome to the Super Bowl halftime show, presented by Jerry Jones. <laughs>
0: now, please welcome your master of ceremony, Jerry Jones.
1: <laughs> yeah, if looking, looking the, down <laughs> the list, like Buffalo would be in eighth place, like in the FC, and the Bengals are would be the Bengals would be behind the Colts and the Broncos right now. Can I just sad. toss out a
0: unique, a unique and very interesting possibility? Sure. This sets up an amazingly interesting draft order where teams with, like, 80% of the pieces, like the Bills and the Bengals, could potentially draft in, like, the first 15 picks.
1: Mm, Yeah, yeah.
0: You imagine the Bills with, like, the 14 or 15 overall pick, and they go out and get another wideout, or they go out and get somebody who's way better than James Cook? True.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they have Leonard Fournette now.
0: And by the way, can we have a conversation about how bad the Bills running game is? Zach Moss was a Bill last year. He goes to the Colts and he was fantastic. Devin Singletary was a Bill last year. And now he is doing absolutely amazing thing. Oh, God, just blanked out of my head where he is. Uh, the Bucks. The Bucks. Somewhere.
1: Yes. No. It, I yes. think,
0: isn't it? Am I losing my mind? I mean, maybe. Hold on, I'll
1: look. God damn it, we'll do it live. Oh no, he's still a bill. Oh no, 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 no! He's here? he's a he's a um, Texan. He's a Texan. That's
0: it. That's it. He's a Texan. All of a sudden, these guys are are doing really solid work
1: because they're not Bills anymore. Yeah. And what changed? The uniform. That's it. Yeah, the Bills are not a running team anymore. And, and that's it, Josh it, Allen. It, And it doesn't seem like they have the capability to even
0: pretend to be a running team.
1: Nope.
0: (laughs) The Bengals have Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon can break off decent runs. He can get you second and five. He can get you second and four. He can work on the screen. The Chiefs, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, who hasn't been utilized a lot, but he can run a nice screen on first down and set set up second and short to medium. So can Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco was getting like... His first down average is something like 5.1 yards. He's setting you up really, really well. No one fears the running back from the Bills. Mm, Nope. (laughs) They can focus solely on controlling Josh Allen and limiting the passing game. And right now, the passing game isn't there because they've been able to control Josh Allen. So, you know, I I just, I think there's a lot... But if they if they got out there and got a really solid running back, all of a sudden they would have to change their scheme, but it's doable. It's doable. So many maybes in the league right now. This has been a very strange year. It has not been at all what we've expected. I think. I'd have to look back and see. I'd have to go back and listen to our episodes where we did the preseason projections, but I think I had the Bills
1: at like 12 or 13 wins. There's no way that's happening. Yeah, you know, and. this You know, I was assuming that Rodgers wouldn't break his Achilles tendon, uh, you know, and the Jets would be much better.
0: (laughs) And and I'll I'll, I'll remind the audience that Craig and I had a conversation over drinks at Dockside about six months ago entitled, If we cover every bet but the 49ers to win the NFC West, (laughs) no matter how it works out, we break even as long as the 49ers don't win the NFC West.
1: Uh, yeah, that's right. And right now they are, <clears throat> they are ahead of Seattle by a game. So <laughs> I, I got a buyout offer on oh. our, I think, and, we, and when I say we
0: bet on this, we put like a dollar on each team. We were just like, let's see how this would happen. I got a buyout offer on my $1 bet on the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> three cents. There you go. You're welcome. Not one, not two, but three fresh American pennies. If I walk away from the Cardinals being able to win the NFC West right now.
1: Newly minted. Newly minted.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I was cracking up. I'm like, why are you even making this offer? And I'm realizing it's because Kyler Murray came back and he had, like, two good games. And all of a sudden, DraftKings is like, throw three cents at him. There's like a 0.1% chance they win. But if they win, they win, like, 250 bucks off of this $1 bet. Yeah. So... All right, let's move on to America's Favorite Game. Okay. So for those of you who are new, America's Favorite Game is where Craig and I look at the lines to try and find fantasy value. Because if you score a lot of points, you score a lot of points in fantasy. And if you don't score a lot of points, you typically don't score a lot of points in fantasy. So we evaluate overs of 50 or more and unders of under 40 to try and find fantasy usable or fantasy avoidable situations. Tonight, Craig... There are no overs of 50-plus this weekend. I'm shocked. Not really. Not a single fucking one. But there are four games under 40. You get three strikes family feud style. Tell me, as I open another beer, one of the four games where the over-unders are under 40.
1: Oh boy!
0: <laughs> and then my ne- my next beer is still a holiday. I'll just celebrate so those.
1: Okay. All I right. Like to
0: work tomorrow, so fuck it. Uh,
1: under forty, huh? Correct. Um. And there's let's... a
0: lot of shitty games this week.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. A lot of bad games. All right. Let's go with the Patriots at the Giants. The Patriots at the Giants is a thirty-four. Ooh,
0: 34 and the Giants are three and a half point underdogs. I am seriously thinking of parlaying the Giants plus three and a half with the over. That could happen. Danny DeVito wasn't abhorrent last week. Hmm. I'm not expecting a barn burner, but you're telling me I can't get 35 points out of this, this turd burger. (laughs) You're telling me I can't get 21, 14. You could. You and could. I think the twenty-one's on the Giants side because at least they have a running game. <clears> I might <throat> have to do that parlay. All Ooh, right. I wonder what would happen. Hold on. Hold on. While you're doing that, I'm just going to, I'm going yeah, no, to the... no. go <clears throat> look at it. No, no, go ahead. Look at it. we got time tonight. We are with the metric is on vacation, by the way, folks. We, the metric has been so bad that we said you need to take some time off to spend some time with your family. And so there will be no metric tonight. We will talk about value plays or people. We wonder if values plays, but Hold on. If I go into the NFL app on DraftKings, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna scroll down to Giants Panther Giants Patriots. I'm gonna turn on same game parlay. Give me the Giants. Give me the over. And give me who's the one guy who's gonna score a touchdown. Oh, how is it not a vi- Oh, geez, I hate when DraftKings does this. They like to put out the TD scoring odds late yeah they do that or like the day of yep yeah so i can't like i'm just gonna say i'm just gonna put i'm gonna see if i can put like saquon barkley to score a touchdown if i just do giants over 34 giants plus three and a half with an over of 34 it's plus 260 that means five (laughs) pays 18 just saying i think i would do that and i think i would i would love to amp up the odds with somebody who's likely to score a touchdown so all right, so you got the first one. <clears throat> Giants, Patriots, oh, right. sucks. What else?
1: Okay, let's I go. Think that, I think
0: that's too low. I do think they're going to hit the over there.
1: Let's go with two teams whose offenses are terrible right now this week, uh-huh. and their defenses are semi-decent. Let's uh-huh. go with the, the Steelers and the Bengals. Absolutely correct. Steelers, Bengals, I got to see the number five. Oh, how did I 45 know that? And a half. <laughs>
0: 35 and a half and the Bengals are point and a half underdogs. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You know what? Yep, I yep. I kind of <laughs> like just because I hate the Steelers so much. <laughs> At least the Bengals right are now, home, I guess. The Bengals are plus one hundred money line. <laughs> I might put money on the Bengals. And that's mostly out of spite, and then, friends. Mostly out of spite.
1: Yeah. And then quick aside, um for everyone who was complaining about. Joe Burrow's compression oh, sleeve. Here, here he goes. Here he goes. Um, for the, for the record, because people are like, oh, then people would have faded the Bengals. The Bengals were already plus six that game. Mm-hmm. It it does it doesn't matter. It does it doesn't matter because they're like, oh, they're the Bengals. Matter. The Bengals are gonna get. It doesn't matter. They're gonna get fined. Who cares? No one cared before Vegas was in charge of the NFL. So oh. it doesn't matter. That's it. Sorry.
0: Okay. Let, me, let me just tell you guys, I was in <laughs> Vegas a month ago. They had three guys set up in the sports bar ready to take sports book bets at any time. I never waited to place a bet. <laughs> and when I mean I never waited, I walked up to the line and all three tellers looked up like, is he going to come to me? Come see me.
1: <laughs> all right. All the betting's online
0: nowadays. So, all right, you're two for two. You got three strikes left and there's two
1: games left. Let's go with the Panthers and the Titans. Absolutely correct. He's Ooh. on fire. Did you cheat and look? No. <laughs> That's 36 schedule. and a
0: half. 36, 36 and a half. And you know what? I would not touch that game if you paid me. If you gave me $10 to make a $5 bet, <laughs> I would not touch that game. Oh, man. It is that bad. I don't want any part of Panthers-Titans. It's, it's sad.
1: Man, all right, you've got three for three. What do you got? And there's one more? One more. Ooh. And we've had no response from the source. I'm kind of torn between a couple of these, so good thing I have strikes. You have all three of your strikes mm-hmm. here. Uh, let's go Rams-Cardinals.
0: Incorrect. Oh, Rams-Cardinals me. is a 44 and a half. Kyler Murray is back.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: And, and he might be back back. But the Cardinals are still plus one. I like the Cardinals plus one in that game. By the way,
1: okay. I don't know if I would touch the over under, but I would take the plus one.
0: Hmm. So that's your first strike. Sad,
1: sad. Okay, let's try. Since we mentioned them a lot, uh, let's go with uh, the Commanders and the Cowboys. Uh n- no, because mm. the Cowboys are s- are good against the ca- against them. That's a forty nine. Ow! Is and that
0: the, the cowboys- highest game of the week? Uh, yeah, because there's nobody over 50. Wow. So there might be a 49 and a half floating out there, but I don't think I, I don't think I saw one. The Cowboys are are minus 13 and a
1: half. <laughs> wow.
0: That means they think this game's gonna be 31 to 18.
1: Wow. Am I doing the
0: math right in my head? 31 plus 18 is 49, and that's a difference of 13. Oh my god. <laughs> So you could you could take you could take the Cowboys. Okay, okay, ready, ready, ready for something crazy? Yep. Commanders money line is plus five hundred and seventy five. Wow. <laughs> I think we put five bucks on it, <laughs> and, and, we <laughs> and we retire, and we retire. Oh my god! Okay. The, cowboys, the Cowboys always win on Thanksgiving. Um, that's that's kind of a weird thing. It's so. like the
1: Cowboys, and usually the Lions do, not all the time, but usually. Yep. Um, well, there is a
0: Lions game out there if you want to guess it, Lions Green Bay, but I don't think that would be under forty.
1: Um. Hmm. All right, let's there's go.
0: Couple games staring at me. I think you're not. There's I don't think you're going to get this.
1: I mean, there's two more games I'm looking at, and I'm I'm really torn between them. Oh man, unders unders are hard. <laughs> I don't think it's not going to be Detroit. It's not gonna be the Jets because they're playing Miami. Uh, Jacksonville, eh. eh, Trevor Lawrence scored four touchdowns by himself, so maybe not. And the Texans all of a sudden have found an offense. Yep. Tank or- Dell is their lord and savior. <laughs> New Orleans has Taysom Hill, so there's that. <laughs> Falcons had Falcons are bad, but they've been scoring. True. All right, let's go with a team that I don't understand their record, but they're playing hmm. they're playing away and their defense this defense will be home, which is a plus for them. Mm-hmm. Let's go with the Browns and the Broncos. And you are a winner, sir. Woo. Cleveland at Denver
0: is 35 and a half and is the last under 40. <laughs> Applauding for Craig. Yay. <laughs> Craig wins America's favorite game this week. No favorable matchups of over 50, but there are a lot of unfavorable matchups, including Pittsburgh versus Cincy, New England versus the Giants, Carolina versus Tennessee, and Cleveland versus Denver. Well done, sir. Thank you. I, Thank you. I am I am honored <laughs> to call myself your partner today. <laughs> All right. So we have nothing from the source. I
1: think the source has gone underground. Maybe. Maybe he's preparing his Thanksgiving meal. I don't know. No, I think he's scared, and I think he's hiding. Uh, That is
0: always an option. (laughs) So, all right, so we're going to spend a few extra minutes tonight. So, And and I I did not prepare Craig for this, so bear with me. I want to talk really briefly about the Thanksgiving slate, and then I want to talk about the main slate for DFS.
1: Okay. So
0: let's talk about Thursday only. Am I not signed in? What the hell is this? I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) There we go. Okay. I'm looking at the guy I trust the most in the world, who I obviously for purposes cannot say the name on the air, but um, (laughs) I'm looking at his stats. So last week I didn't, I wasn't on the show. I didn't get a chance to do a metric. So Sunday morning I sat down I looked at two people I trusted and both of them had similar uh, outlooks on the Cardinals being big and said, if you can afford it, use Kyler Murray Use mm-hmm. Rondale Moore mm-hmm. and use uh, Trey. What's his face? Their tight end. So I did, and lo and behold, I cashed in almost every pool I had. Every yes. pool I paid money to get into, I won money. So yeah, it was good. It was good. I I doubled up in pretty much everything. So I did double ups. And I did. I did. like the daily dollar. The daily dollar. I won like two dollars. So okay, whatever. It's two dollars, but still. So this week I want to look at. So I'm looking right now at this is the wrong slate show me thursday (laughs) how is that even possible i don't know it's showing me two different values for christian mccaffrey 8700 and 8500 which is why it's weird so okay so let's talk about thursday because there's a bunch of thursday only pools right thursday we got packers lions we got commanders cowboys And we got 49er Seahawks, so it's a short slate, but it's an interesting slate. I'm looking at the value matchups, and I'm not seeing... I'm I'm not going to go position by position. I'm just going to talk in global terms tonight. Mm -hmm. Christian McCaffrey, although I'm I'm having trouble finding an exact number on him, I'm literally showing two different numbers on him. What the hell is this? I actually have to go into DraftKings and verify his number. I've got him slated for 24 points. He's going to be over 8K. I get it. That's a lot. But if he is, if he gets to 24 points, then it doesn't matter if he's 8K. So, here it is. Uh, He's 8,700. So it's not going to be 3X, but I like him a lot. Um, I also like Dallas is not going to give up big yardage to Washington. So I like Logan Thomas because he's only 3,500. And I think he's going to get to 10 points. So, I really like the two of them as starting points in my lineups this week. Um, I mean, Terry McLaurin, he's only 5,400. Do we think Terry McLaurin's going to do anything against Dallas? I don't. Nah, yeah, maybe not a lot. No. And I've <laughs> given up on Tony Pollard. I'm done. The Tony Pollard experiment is over in my mind. I'm not doing it. So I'm probably going to play Logan Thomas, Christian McCaffrey, and then try to find some wide receiver help in the mid-range, like Tyler Lockett and CeeDee Lamb's 8,700. I probably would go more like a Tyler Lockett, Debo Samuel combo, even though they're a little bit more expensive, and then try to be cheap otherwise. What are you looking at on Thursday that you like or don't like?
1: Uh, Thursday, I kind. not well, here's the thing. Uh, Musgrave is on IR and um, what's his name what's his butt Uh, Tucker Craft not Tyler Craft Tucker Craft he's only Mm -hmm. $2,500 so I think he's going to be a sneaky play for tight end because Musgrave is out for pretty much the year I think Uh, Mm -hmm. so it's a good way to save money Uh, it really is I do like Lockett because he's right in the middle. Another another play that I like because it's cheap is the Green Bay's uh, running backs are all broken. And right now, Patrick Taylor is the next man up. And again, this is only to save money. He's $4,200. So, what are
0: your thoughts on
1: David Montgomery at 6300 Is he usable? I think he's usable. The lineup I'm going to use, I don't think I can afford him but Mm -hmm. um short slates are tight financially so what you need to do is
0: find one or two value plays you really like i'm not gonna see i don't see any that jump out at me and logan thomas or tucker craft oh gosh excuse me are both really good options but i don't see anything at the wide receiver or running back ranks that jump off the page at me like you have to use this guy so yeah, I, I'm with Craig there. I think I think you just gotta you're gonna have to balance and you're gonna have to try and find money to save. I think Detroit's gonna have a big day on Thanksgiving. The problem is so does DraftKings. <laughs> Everybody's priced up and that's that's a huge problem. You might have to use a Michael Gallup at thirty seven hundred and hope he's the guy that makes the early splash, you know? Um but yeah. Yeah, I mean I like Brandon Ayuk too. San Francisco. Oh yeah, that is. That's, that's, uh, that's a night game. Oh, that's a nice night game. Isn't it 49er Seahawks? It's a decent night game. Yeah, they, It should be.
1: It should be. I'm excited for that. All right. Let's talk about the main slate for a second. All right. So I'm going to update my sheet here. Oh, so really quick since we have, we yeah. have the time. I Absolutely. Have, I'm looking at like the schedule I'm looking at is also showing me like ticket prices, like tickets starting at prices. Ooh. Okay. So, I want you to guess what do you think is the highest ticket price and what's the lowest?
0: Between between
1: Thursday and um, Monday. I'm going to say Cowboys Commanders is really high. Uh,
0: No. Thanksgiving Day games are usually very expensive. Um, Bill's Eagles might be expensive.
1: Where did they go? Uh, you, that is actually, that is the most expensive game.
0: I'm not surprised.
1: $349 starting. And I won't be surprised if the bills walk in there and give the Eagles problems. But,
0: um, I'm going to give up on this one. Who's the cheapest game? The cheapest
1: game is, uh, I was going to say Bucks Colts. So let's see, Washington at Dallas, that's $45.76. See, that's way cheaper than I thought it would be. (laughs) The Bucks. Dallas loves
0: freaking Thanksgiving.
1: The Bucks Colts, those start at $42.48. But the lowest game, if you want to take a flight out into some warm weather, the Rams at the Cardinals, tickets start at $14.85. $14 to get into the nosebleeds for an NFL game.
0: That's insane in 2023. I'm sorry. All right, so I'm looking at the sites I trust, and they both like David and Joku this weekend. They both think he's undervalued at 4100. I don't know how much I buy that. You think he, he can get to 12? He can get to 12 points? Uh,
1: if they are home, maybe. I don't know. They're in Denver. I don't know how he's going to be in Denver at the end of November. Devin Singletary is 6,000.
0: I like Devin Singletary um, against the Jacksonville defense this week. Uh, Rondale Moore keeps getting love from a lot of the experts. I'm not big on that. Khalil Shakir, who just keeps finding ways into the end zone, is still only 3,600. Najee Harris has dropped to 4,900 because of the timeshare with Jalen Warren. So Mm. I'm going to say right now... I. I don't mind starting a lineup with Najee Harris, Khalil Shakir, and David Njoku. I don't mind starting my main slate with that at all. Who do you like on the, the main slate of Saturday of I'm sorry of Sunday Games?
1: Uh I still like I'm still big on Adam Thielen. He's out of everything happening in Carolina, he's like one of the bright spots. I mean he has seventy dollars. What's he costing? He's 7300 dollars though. Uh I do I do kind of mm. like Oh comboing, <laughs> I do kind of like comboing um, the stash, otherwise known as Minshu and Pittman together, because uh, Minshu—that's f- interesting. Minshu is fifty one hundred dollars. Tampa Bay's secondary is not good. Let me look like um, quarterback numbers here. And Pittman is sixty eight hundred dollars. So, all right, so I got Minshu for eighteen points. Eighteen points at
0: fifty one hundred is massive value. What's Pittman costing me? Uh, sixty eight hundred dollars. Oh my god, that's so doable. I could use all three of the guys I just listed, Gardner Minshew and Michael Pittman, and have like almost seven k per position left.
1: Uh, Yep. Oh. Oh. It's possible. It's possible.
0: I might. I might have just had like a mini like. (laughs) epiphany there so you know who i'm not gonna touch who you know who i'm not gonna touch who (laughs) you know who i'm not gonna touch (laughs) who (laughs) tommy devito oh why not i get that the kid had a good game 5200 and i still think i still think that game's gonna hit the over but i can see that being a two touchdown four pick game for tommy devito
1: it could happen i mean he had a good game. He he knocked me out of a, or, uh, you know, uh, what you call it, suicide pool. So there's that. <laughs> and, and and DraftKings is obviously caught up on
0: Kyler Murray. He's back up to 6,900. He's in that, we think he might do something. Maybe. I'm not really sure. Well, Kind of. Well, this, is, this, is, this is the make or break week for Kyler Murray in DFS value. If he sucks this week, he's 5,500 next week. If he goes out there and throws three touchdowns, he's going to be an AK player next week. Uh, He's going to be up at Josh Allen's 8,100. And I think that is tremendously overpriced. Oh, he should be like low 70s. 7,500 is where I'll put him. CJ Stroud is 7,700. And CJ Stroud is playing better than than Josh Allen right now. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking at one expert who's like, oh, Josh Allen's
1: going to score 24 points. No. no, he's not. No, he isn't. Maybe for the other team when they get interceptions. <laughs> he's got him for two and a half
0: passing touchdowns, 265, and a 30% tension of a running touchdown. There is no universe in which he gets a rushing touchdown this week. Against Philly? No. No. Did, 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 uh, if if the entire front four of the Philadelphia Eagles spontaneously drop dead, <laughs> then he might be able to run for a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. There is no chance that that's going to happen. I, I I will absolutely steer complete zero shares of Josh Allen in DFS this week.
1: Zero. Agreed. I don't think I'd want any bills this week. I just can't trust them. You you called this. I don't know who the bills are, is well, what I you don't. said. And here and we are. Abso- yep. No, here we are late in the season. And I again, there you go. I don't know what the bills are. Three months ago, he said this. (laughs) And every time he's had a chance to double
0: down or back (laughs) off of it, he has doubled down because he's still right.
1: (laughs) Until they prove me wrong, which... We don't know who the goddamn Bills are. I don't... I still, like, they... I don't think they're going to prove me wrong this year, and I don't think they're going to have the same personnel on that team next year. I mean, Josh Allen will be there, but I think their offenses are going to look very different. I
0: agree. I agree. I, I And I, I, think, I think the offensive coordinator goes. I think the head coach isn't safe. Sean McDermott is not safe. No. He is not <laughs> safe. He does not have... You did not make a Super Bowl. You do not have any goodwill to bank on. Well, he took the team to the frickin' AFC Championship. That's nice.
1: Not the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, you think you are, Marvin
1: Lewis? Get out of here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jim <laughs> Kelly took the team to four Super Bowls. <laughs> he doesn't pay
1: for a meal. (laughs) The only person on that team who is safe is Josh Allen. That's because they can't afford. And Stefan Diggs. I think, I think they recognize that they need, they
0: need the primary receiver in place. I think they realize that more now, unless they think Khalil Shakir is going to escalate to that level, which I don't see. And I don't think they see yet. Khalil Shakir is a poor man's me. Hardman there. I said it. (laughs) Remember him? I do because he's still on my goddamn team. (laughs) And you know what? We're going to go on to final thoughts. Craig, what is your final thought this week?
1: Oh, my final thought this week is I hope everyone has a wonderful holiday. If you are doing anything, that's it. And enjoy
0: the football. Yeah. Enjoy the family. Enjoy the football. That is my final thought as well. We, this, I took a cruise in 2019 So I'm going to tell the story really quick as my final thought. Yeah. 2019, my wife and I wanted to take a cruise. So we planned a cruise, a 10-day cruise to the Eastern Caribbean, but it was going to take us away for Thanksgiving. My mom had a mini fit. She was like, oh, you're going to miss Thanksgiving. It's not going to be the same without you, et cetera, et cetera. We went on the cruise. We came back the first weekend of December, and three months later, the world ended with COVID. <laughs> That's right. Like everything shut down. Yep. My yeah. wife got sick. She's still convinced she had COVID in January yep. of that year. Um, back then yep. we still didn't know. In January of 2020, we didn't know. Yeah, in we went general to,
1: we did we did our brewers' eve, and then I yep. got sick. And then in March, yep. March we went to a brewery, and then the world yep. closed. And then the world closed. <laughs> so.
0: And so I I felt like the universe, we were like, it won't matter if we miss one Thanksgiving with our family. And the universe said, hold my beer. (laughs) And cost me the next two to two and a half. Well, you can't have half a Thanksgiving, but cost me the next two Thanksgivings. So enjoy it. Enjoy the time with your family. Enjoy the Oban. Enjoy whatever scotch you drink. Just go out and enjoy it. The other thing you can do is leave us a review. Whatever podcast directory you found us on, please go on there and leave us a review, particularly reviews with words in it. Clicking one star and writing you does not help us, but we would love to hope that you're enjoying this podcast enough that you would give us a rating more than one star. And if you're not enjoying this podcast, we want to hear how. The best way to reach us is by email. We are fignutsdfs at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook at the Football Fignuts Podcast. Craig... I wish you and your family a very happy Thanksgiving. Minimal drama and maximum football because I think that's the most any of us can ever ask for.
1: Thank you, thank you very much, and
0: I uh, wish the same for you as well. Appreciate yeah. it, brother. All right, we will be back next week. Hopefully the games this week that on particularly on Thursday are entertaining. I have a feeling they're going to be. They it looks like a really great lineup, but Craig and I will be back next week to talk more football. Until we speak next, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fignuts Podcast. Hi, Deb. (laughs)